How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Everything to do with comedy right here. Behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, side of the scenes. We're going to hear about it. The panel today, I'm really intimidated, right? But before, I am. I am so intimidated. Like, Shut I, up. I do, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I want to welcome um, some uh, new producer, because I never have enough. Of course, Techie Tom is here. Yeah. Tevin, our new intern. Tevin. And Mr. Dean Young. Dean Young. How's it going, guys? The founder of, uh, cans. of the first comedy uh, network in Canada, a podcast For network. Podcasting. Oh, podcasting. Awesome. No, no, the comedy but network. Why is like his chair lower old, than everybody else? I know. To be the He's not at the kids' big kids' wow, table. Wow, you're in a no. little no. kitty chair, though. He's like man. barely can can get like to the mic. Hide. Oh, this Dean, is a good tactic. Thanks for helping, because Vince Tevin, is off on health. Tevin doesn't Ew. even actually have a chair, the oh, intern, I know. but he is on his phone. So. But he got you coffee. Any millennial. Yeah. So, Dean, thank you. You're going to help out and get us some talent and straighten me out a little bit. Okay. Maggie Casella is back, and she's in a great mood. I put her in a fit. <laughs> How is it I paid for parking to come here? Of course, can't afford it. We're really a modest Okay, just company. hold on a second when I fall off my chair. <laughs> Maggie's an actor, writer, comic, partner in the newly formed Ford Casella production company that's going to turn the world of digital media upside down. I can't wait to find out. That was supposed to be last, but okay. Okay, well, don't worry. It's the parking. It's the runner off. It's the rest. Then we're going to find... That's all I got. See, then we're going to find out. You edit our bios. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, no. Unfortunately, this is after our show will air. <laughs> okay. You have a gig. Uh, no, Katie Ford, a gig go to Katie. Go I to am. K- you're just, but gig, Maggie just returned from writing, presenting, and performing at the Obie Awards. I've never been prouder of you in Thank New York you. City and ho- New York City and hosting the Ruckus Pride in Buffalo, New York. The pictures were killing me. Killing me. We're going to talk about your time there. And of course, the Ford of the Casella Ford Productions. <laughs> Did I say it in the right order? No. It's Ford Casella. Casella Ford is a car dealership. Yeah, I said all you need to do is add downtown to the beginning <laughs> of it, and then you've got. That's Katie Ford. Thank you uh, for coming back, by the way, with Maggie. Uh, Katie Ford is a writer, producer, film intelligent, co wrote and co produced Miss Congeniality, that Ooh. little movie, and produced Desperate Housewives, Family Ties, and Transporter. Yeah, I'm a loser. Wrote the, <laughs> yeah, big underachiever. And the Emmy and Golden Globe nominated movie Prayers for Bobby. And more recently was co-creator and showrunner of Working the Angles, starring Andrew Martin for NBC Universal and Shaw. Oh my gosh, Katie, really? Who wrote this bio? It's too long. It was me. Stand up, monologuous, uh, of course, performing. You started, last time you were here, you were getting back into the stand up. Yes. Thanks with the flying beef. Yes. Yeah. At the Bad Times Theater. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to hearing what you two are up to. Uh, you've started up a, f- a f- flagship TV that AOL is backing with that very impressive. Holy moly. Uh, Diane Flax. Yes. Hey, Unbelievable. Diane. Unbelievable. I am so blessed. Writer, author, actor, mom for yeah. TV, film, theater. She's a mom for TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of never course. I've never done that, actually. never done that. You're on CBC Radio's National Parenting Columnist, which is really impressive. I'm going to have you on more often just to talk me out of... Uh, oh, oh my God. It, the great thing is that when you meet people, when you meet experts, when you're a parenting comes, yes. you can say, hypothetically, yes. say you have two boys, <laughs> one's 13, one's nine. What would you do? Okay, your solo shows, I was watching some of them, fantastic, hilarious mom stuff, just really internationally. You're nominated for an Emmy 
for writing uh, with kids in the hall. Love Ooh. it. We had Scott Thompson here. Did you? Yeah, he was in. Oh I, I made him do yeah, stuff that in show character. sounded like this. And you're also playing in the Buddies and Bad Times Theater and a show called Body Politic. And uh, you've got all kinds of stuff. And of yeah, course, yeah. you just wrote the CBC comedy series Working Moms. Yeah. And Baroness Von Sketch Show. Holy cow. Is, yeah, coming out soon, Baroness Von Sketch. I love Hilarious. the trailers for that. I know. Yeah, so really fun. Good. Those women are amazing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no underachievers in this room. And I'm very excited to talk about a lot of topics today. We're going to, um, one of them is going to be talking about something we hear about all the time. This article that just came out in the Atlantic June 6th about slowly becoming less of a boys club. Okay, so the 80s called, they want their article back. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, I don't, so need to, I don't need to this. read an article like that ever again in my life, ever. Right. Like, I don't Every need to time. see it. Or re- It's the same thing. I'm it's so a, it's a boys it. club. Guess what? Yeah, we know. Is it? That's what it's It's still, oh, has it moved? Course, you okay, you guys have been First around. First of all, oh, yeah. may I Maggie. say this about that? Yes, oh. Maggie. Your intro is yeah. three guys talking about you. Yeah. Okay, I'm just calling you out on that, Sandra Curry. Yes. See, not one famous or infamous woman comic going, hey, it's Sandra, I'm Maggie Casella, right. and it's Sandra Carusi, because it's still a boy, and who, and, as Diane said, the 80s called, we want yes. your controversy yeah. back. Yeah. It is what it is. The world is a patriarchy. Listen, it's changing, because people are making it change, and people mm-hmm. are recognizing, like, I, you know, being, not that I'm going to talk about my kids all the time, but sad yes. that other kids aren't as great as mine, but they, they <laughs> I'll are, have to they, agree with that, because mine aren't, probably. For sure. <laughs> no, my we're going to talk, we're going to talk. Yes. But you, I don't know, maybe you see this, I think they're changing. I think things really are changing, yes. but articles like this that say, by the way, it's a boys club is like, do we, we don't need to see, we don't need that anymore. Okay. Why is that not helping move the needle at all? Well, I don't know about the clubs necessarily, but I mean, you see, um, you, uh, Kristen Wiig, like, like this, mm-hmm. art, this thing you have here with, uh, Elizabeth Banks, like, I think the, where the women have fit into what is, you know, we live in a patriarchy. I mean, when mm-hmm. I started doing stand up, I was like one of two, Marla Lukowski was the only, I was a girl. She mm-hmm. was, you know, I was only 14, but it's like, we don't need to change it a hundred percent. We just mm-hmm. need to have a place and to have that place you know, be sort of significant. And I think that's why the women who are funny these days, they're really making a mark. Mm-hmm. They don't need to, we don't need to just get rid of all the men, but we need to have a place. And I think we're doing it ourselves. Sisters are doing it for yes. themselves. Yeah. yeah. Oh my I, God, let's write a song. I think the question, <laughs> let's not sing it though. I think the question <laughs> of are women funny, which is sort of somewhat circling this article, is the yes. one I never have to hear again. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't oh, think. Oh, yeah. wow. That's okay, the one so I never Okay, so we were referring again. to the website hoohaha.com uh, that Elizabeth Banks launched so as cool. a platform. Her. for Yeah, which is very exciting, mm-hmm. right? And I had some guys in here at the time going, uh, like, that's why does it have to be a male-female thing? What does it, difference does it make? Of course they're going to say that. You know, wh- why do you need it? Why can't guys be on there? Well, that's the whole point. We're not really getting the point, guys, that the fact that there are a lot of opportunities for you guys any man who says that doesn't uh, doesn't get it and isn't actually worth my time sorry well a good example is uh pitch perfect 2 that Mm. elizabeth banks directed Mm -hmm. and i remember going to see that with my sister and the whole crowd was like it wasn't just women it was women and their boyfriends it was everybody was having a great time and i was sitting in that audience and i was like that and bridesmaids i was like the world has changed Mm -hmm. i was sitting next to a man uh, with bridesmaids we were practically holding each other and laughing i didn't stranger (laughs) total stranger that's where we want to get to that's where these but you have to kind of set out a separate space in order for it to be integrated that's right like that. thank you Katie Ford the writer of Miss Congeniality we're going to hear more from you Maggie Casella and Diane Flax on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640 Hi this is Inside Jokes I'm Jeremy Hotz 
It's not my show. It's Cruiser's show, and it's on Talk Radio AM 640, which you know because you're listening. We're back with Maggie Casella, Katie Ford, and Diane Flack. So blessed to have you. Hashtag grateful. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> oh, hashtag I hashtag everything, and usually in full sentences. <laughs> These are pioneer women who've pioneered in the business. Oh, no, that means Uh-oh. old. Is oh, that, my God, Jesus. No. no. Butter churner. We had trailblazers. You're trailblazers. And uh, Katie, before the break, we were talking about, uh, you know, Pitch Perfect, which Elizabeth Banks, who, of course, launched hoohaha.com and creating a space and creating movies. I mean, you know, of course, Tina Fey's doing it, mm, too, as well, amazing. and mm-hmm. Amy Poehler. And um, I guess that's the way to do it. You guys are tired of these articles. I was talking about The Atlantic when they're saying it's slowly becoming less of a boys club. You're so tired of that. But the needle has moved, right, ladies? Yeah. Can we sure. say that? Absolutely. In 20 years, 30 years? I think so. I don't yeah. even know. And I actually don't pay okay. attention to the yeah. needle, and I never have. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a comic who's ever worked in a comedy club. But I I have had people in my uh, my my old club, the one that burned down. Um, Aisha Brown's a great example. Mm-hmm. And she has amazing stories about working in the clubs with men and and you know what it's like and and that's why she's there i'm like why mm-hmm. do you bother why don't you just do theater she's like because i'm not gonna be pushed out of uh you know i'm gonna be there mm-hmm. and so i i you know that was as recent as a couple of months ago so mm-hmm. i think on the ground level at the clubs i, I think that female stand-ups um are still in the minority and still have you know have get the the what the gears having said that Comics are notoriously disrespectful, and we'll talk in the back of the room mm-hmm. while people, their that's peers are on, yeah. are on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just gross. <laughs> yeah, it's disrespectful. Well, you're probably the, one of the only female comedy club owners, the Flying, Flying Beaver. It wasn't actually a comedy club, though. That was the difference. It was a cabaret bar, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a quiet room, and we established that right from the beginning. So if you were in that room, you were not allowed to talk during a show. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we, if, the, if the performer encouraged you and all of that stuff, but you know, people standing in the back talking or sitting right up at the front talking mm-hmm. and distracting the performer and all of that stuff. Like I built the room I wanted to perform in, and that's what it was until the day it got torched and you guys uh, both performed well maggie it. is the most respectful like you know you're you are an, an extraordinary performer and you're really respectful of performers and so you give us a, and the space matters mm-hmm. and you give us a space and the audience a space where people pay attention right yeah they and they can and relax they and enjoy it and not worry about other people talking around them and when i started when i would stand up at yuck yucks when i was 14 i would butter churn wow. during the day butter churn yes <laughs> but and, then I saw this. And, and, and candle making dipping candles it was, like <laughs> it was when the club first uh <laughs> It was when Katie Jim Carrey Ford just started and um, the, the club had just opened. And it was a cabaret. It was not a place where people would talk. We didn't even, they didn't even have a liquor license at the time. And wow. it was really a place to go and, you know, and hear comedy. And, mm-hmm. and comics would stand at the back, but respectfully, because we wanted to watch each other. Yes. You know, so that was the environment that I started in. And the same thing like the improv in New York mm-hmm. and stuff at mm-hmm. the time. It had singers. That you weren't supposed to just, it wasn't a bar where you just sat there and talked. Right. So it was there. So Maggie created a space that used to kind of exist. That's that's impressive. Yeah, I just copied it basically yeah. and called it my own. But no, but <laughs> and, you know, and Diane and Katie can you know just and here's another thing I said to you when we were off the air was that you know I had an owner of another club come up to me and say, "Wow, you got big balls, lady!" Right? And I was mm-hmm. like, "I don't understand because." Um, for people who own clubs, a lot of times they're like, it, it's all about their ego and it's about, you know, my club. And also, yes, they kiss the butt of the patrons. Of course, mm-hmm. like, we did that. Of course we did. But at the same time, 
if you were going to talk, you didn't belong in that room. And I was lucky enough to have another room to put people in. Mm -hmm. But I guess the mindset of the club owner is I just want to make the people in there happy and I want them to drink and I don't give a crap about Mm -hmm. the performer. Yeah, now I don't know if you've noticed this about Maggie, but she when she tells you what to do, (laughs) it feels good. I know. (laughs) Like, I think people actually like it. I think when Maggie Mm -hmm. would get up and say, okay, here's the deal. There's a fire exit, blah, blah, blah. You don't talk. If you want to talk, you go in there, use this door. You don't use that door. Close the curtain. And everyone's like, Ooh, nice. yeah. <laughs> I like it, and they responded, and 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 it felt good to everybody, right? Yes. Well, everybody knew you knows your place that way, and you know how to run a show. I mean, I came out to your show, Maggie. Um, incredible. You're still putting on shows, yes? Yeah, yeah. We have a show um, that will happen right before this airs. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a monthly, uh, now it's a Ford Casella production, which yes. is a live monthly at Buddies and Bad Times Theater. It's called Vs for Variety. Yeah. That may change in the fall. We're off for the summer, but. Um, it's the same concept, mm-hmm. basically. Um, You're doing a lot of sketch you do with you and Shannon McDonough with yeah, the Archie just, Bunker and Edith. Oh my God, I so love funny. that. So funny. So you funny. can ch- see it on YouTube. Yeah, we're just trying to tackle today's, you know, things without getting hit on the head with, by the political. And you guys can also attest to this. Yeah. Everything you write, both of you, you know that there's a politically correct thing that, you know, get you get tested mm-hmm. by it. You know, and well, I want to talk about that because there's lots, and I know Maggie's very um, uh, Trump. Stop talking. No, we're going to talk about the Trump. I know you want to. I got. I can't do an interview with Maggie Casella and not let her talk about Trump. Like that would just be mean. I have nothing to say. Uh, But I want want to talk about club owners, though. Your responsibilities as a club owner and the environment you created, as Diane mentioned Mm -hmm. and Katie, um, because I was in a situation uh, this week performing, and you know you're supposed to care about the patrons. The patrons were having a good time, but the club owner unplugged the mic on the comic. The Headliner, and uh, we're going to have the promoter uh, Neil Griffin on with us uh, after the break, and we're going to talk about what happened there and, and hear from our panel Maggie Casella, Katie Ford, and Diane Flax. I'm Santa Cruz, the Inside Jokes Talk Radio, AM 640. This is Kay Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Hakeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. Santa Cruz, we're back inside jokes. So excited. Diane Flax, Katie Ford, Maggie Casella. And on the phone is what I was talking about, uh, the promoter, Neil Griffin. Hey, Neil. Hey, how's it going? From the show I was at this week, um, and he is a promoter, and this happens a lot in the comedy world, the promoter will book a room, he'll book the comics, Mm -hmm. and sometimes take the door or whatever, and, um, uh, and... Act independently of the club owner, and we were at this gig, and and uh, the headliner Lawrence Morgenstern Neil uh-huh. was going on. I don't think he was very offensive, but the crowd was liking him. And um, you know, behind there, I performed too, and um, the owner and their friends were kind of talking during the show, which is their prerogative. They were kind of to the side anyway. It was yeah. a bit distracting. I tried to include them in the show, and Lawrence certainly did. Uh, but what happened, Neil? Off the top, did he he offended the owner a little bit? Well, I think uh, every once in a while, like I've done so many shows in bars where right off the top, you know, they want they want to kind of talk about the inner workings of the bar, you know, make some comments, do a little bit of riffing. And mm-hmm. I guess that little comment he made where I guess, you know, we're not con- considered entertainment because we're not on the board. <laughs> I thought it was funny. And I even noticed it. I'm glad he, he made it. He made a point. Yeah. Of it the karaoke made week. the chalkboard, but the comedy night didn't. <laughs> exactly. That's and always that, hurtful. And, and it never does. And I've asked him <laughs> to put it up there. Um, and I think that I looked right at him and he, he, he reacted in a way where he was very, 
offended. Yes. Right? Where usually the club you know, owner. an owner might laugh or kind of chuckle like, oh, or make a face like, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell right off the bat he already had some type of chip on his shoulder. Yes. Um, and then from then on, it was just like, I think they were in, in, they were kind of uh, getting him going. You know, Okay, like so then, so then uh, the club owner went and unplugged the mic on the comic in the middle of the set. Yeah, I've never had that. I, I've unplugged <laughs> I've, I've unplugged a, uh, uh, I've turned off an amp once on a comic, and that's because he went like 10 minutes over and he wouldn't listen, take the light, nothing. So I'm like, <laughs> you're done. But never have I had someone turn off an amp. So I just um, want to throw it to the panel, though. What do you guys think of this? Oh, Diane? That, oh, that's ridiculous. Grow what? up. Oh, Grow my God. Up. Take thin, the joke. Thin skin. Thin yeah. skin. If Come you're going to have a comedy night, you got to take it, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, Katie? I remember yeah. doing stand-up in uh, St. Catherine's one time at a Chinese restaurant, and afterwards you had to get notes <laughs> from that's the owner funny. of the restaurant. <laughs> so I think this sounds like nothing compared to that. <laughs> well, Charlie this, Chan, were the notes in Catherine's. English, or were they on a, like, a fortune cookie? Where that's they, funny. She was like, just read the number 14. But I love that he kept going, right? Yeah. Lawrence would not. He goes, I'm not back down right Neil what yeah. did he say because I didn't do anything wrong that's what he yeah, was saying he said you're wrong you know like he apologized if I offended you I'm sorry mm-hmm. um, but he said like you you can't uh, censor comedy especially when it's a free show if you want to yes. censor a comedy show if you want to do a clean show a TV show mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be paying more for these comics you know like yeah. uh, well, someone just... like Lawrence if I told Kenny that he couldn't say Kenny Robinson things, yeah Kenny oh, Robinson pfft. like I tell him to not say the C word that's the main one <laughs> Try not to say certain words, but other than that, Commitment. like content, religion, <laughs> politics, yeah. all that, you know, you can't censor someone for, for, you know, for throwing them a bit of bar money. You know what I Maggie, mean? Maggie, if that was your bar, what, ha- what would you do well, there? Well, first of all, I mean, I would have gone, oh my God, I can't believe the, I forgot to change the board. Yes. I'm the worst. Yes. Wait, I'm coming up right now. I would have taken an eraser and yes. I would have written and I would have gone, how do you spell your name? Yes. I would have done something uh, yeah. like that yeah. and, and taken it and... Because, as a comic, you get it though. This guy but, doesn't but get it. But also, as a club owner, I would have mm-hmm. done that. You know, engaged the crowd, made them mm-hmm. get, get, the, get them on my side. But I did. You know, my uh, my uh, my writing partner, one of my writing partners, Leah Delaria, who is now oh. uh, you know, on Orange Is the New Black. She, she had plays the mic, big big boo. Big, big she boo. had the mic unplugged in her in Palm Springs wow. at, at a queer event oh. for content, Neil. So, uh, you know, because it was a very conservative gay crowd. And they, the other C word. The golfers? Yeah. Yeah. The other C word. The golfers. The golfers. Oh, I want to hear golfers. about this. So there's certain crowds, you could be more edgy with certain gay crowds, but you can't with other. Well, there's the homogenized or the, the gays who want to, uh, you know, what's, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Assimilate. Yes. And, um, right. uh, and uh, apparently whatever, I wasn't there, but they, uh, they did unplug her. So uh, it does. But it doesn't sound like this was for content. It sounds like this was. He was no, this offend- wasn't he was, for he was, content. Well, he was yes. just saying he's never seen anybody yeah. unplug a mic before. Yeah. But mm-hmm. so uh, this uh, this was uh, for content. Here's the thing. So the crowd and, and Maggie, you said as an order before, you want to make the patrons happy. The funny thing is, the patrons were defending the comic. The patrons oh, yeah. were they going were yelling at the owner. Yeah. They were telling oh, wow. him, you know, like, how dare you? How Why dare you? A comedy show. Yeah. If you're not gonna. There was no tell jokes. There was nobody <laughs> in that club, right, Neil? Except for the people there to see comedy. So he should have been happy. Well, I saw the video. Apparently, yes. they went toe to toe, which is yeah. also really scary. Yeah, yes, it was yeah, scary. Kind of why I stood up. Like Lawrence kind of made a comment, like, "Oh no, we got a ref." But I had I had to be there because I'm the I'm the promoter, and I feel mm-hmm. slightly responsible for you know the uh, for for the headliner and and just for you know the safety of everyone there. And if if something happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, punches get thrown. Oh, I, I got to get in the middle of that, yeah. and I got to yeah. make sure that this is done. It was. It, I thought it was going to go fist the cops. I was very yes. scared. My my adrenaline was going. In the end, they made nice, nice, and Lawrence got yeah, free they were wings, shaking hands. Yeah. And even the guy he was making fun of that owned uh, the wing place next door. Yes. Ended up buying him wings to prove him how good they were. So 
I mean, you can yeah, see he made that. Fight I, of the think wings. Was, yeah. I think it was testosterone and, and people going, you're going to take that? Are you yeah. going to take that? Yeah. And I think it egged him on enough. Well, where- Katie? Neil, was that you who stood up? Because that was awesome, too. I yeah. would have stood up and run right out the back door. So oh, yeah, I'm impressed no, that you <laughs> were ready to be part of that. Well, that's yeah. the thing, Lawrence. You know, you're on stage by yourself and no one had your back, Absolutely. right? So, I mean, I certainly was one of those. More importantly, Neil, how was I last night? Was I funny? <laughs> oh, my God. It's <laughs> no, about me, after all. Um, I- a lot of good riffing, uh, a lot of good crowd work. Thank you. That's um, what's important. People, yeah. people were having a good time. Did they so hate? My, my did the owners hate me it. too? Because I made fun of them. Did they? Did they no. Hate? You know what? I, I he even said like, like there's still going to be shows there. So I mean, I think it was just one of those. I'm scared. Nights. I don't know. <laughs> no, I am. I'm That's totally what I was scared. Wants to come back. I told him he can host the next show, and the guy kind of was like, "Well, you know, if you can prove it that you can come back here and not offend me." So why would you why would you go back there as a promoter? Right. Really seriously. Why not just go find another club? Neil, we'll get one in port credit, buddy. I told you that. We don't I was I was considering it. Like I the the guy has been good and I mean Paying the headliners, giving food to all the comics, you know what I mean? Like oh, wow. That happens every, giving bo- food every and room, no. Dean giving food is pretty Young. low bar. Dean Young's a promoter. I, I'm just going to say, you actually had a bar full of people who were going to see a comedy show on purpose. Yeah. On in the Monday. suburbs, on especially a on a Monday. Yeah. And the only in the rain. Who, in the rain, and the only person who messes it up is the bar owner. I've never heard of that happening, not With once. That- yeah. Only, that's what you hear on Inside Jokes. There's all kinds of stuff <laughs> going on here. Uh, we'll hear more after the break. Thanks, Neil. Well, more with yeah, our problem. panel, Maggie Casella, Katie Ford, Diane Flex, uh, special guest Dean Young. I'm Santa Cruz on Inside Jokes, Talk Radio, AM 640. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm. Gotta get me some of that. Okay, so hashtag blessed again. I'm going to replay that joke. Diane Flax, who's the writer, author, actor, mom, parenting columnist, CBC Radio. You have a show there. And uh, Katie Ford, who, of course, wrote Miss Congeniality, amongst other blockbuster hits. And Maggie Casella, producer, and the Obie Awards. You were just there. And the Buffalo Pride, because, oh, my gosh, you're gay. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm queer. You know <laughs> what's that mean? Well, it means I'm sick of labels, and yes. I'm saying, and that, that as Leah would say, you know, by the time you're done saying LGBTQ2PSAA, yes. <laughs> the parade is over. <laughs> so, um, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, someone. So, I, Pride so, Week is coming up in Toronto. Yeah, and um, so can I ask you, ladies, something? Yes. Um, no. It does it appear to me that some of the funniest women happen to be gay? Is this true? Oh. Ellen DeGeneres, Rosie O'Donnell, I don't know, there's time. Like, is that a stupid thing to say? No, I think that, I think they were great talk show hosts. Uh, I think yeah. that's they're a, comedians. Gina Fey, Amy Schumer. I mean, oh yeah, there's you know. yeah, they're straight. You're right. I, I think that's make great talk show hosts. I mean, there if you, you if go. You look no, at but it, is there a correlation? Because here's the thing. So I battle cancer, or whatever. So when you face whatever, whatever, whatever. it's not a big deal. What? Like, whatever. Whatever. It's, it's a catchphrase. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but when you battle adversity, sometimes yeah, that think, really helps with comedy. Well, it's also when you're on the outside, right? There you and go. there you're on the outside, so you can poke fun at it, and you're not beholden. Like this, I always feel this with my wonderful, amazing straight actor friends. I don't care. I don't have to. I don't have to make nice. My best friends are men, but I don't have some of what my best friends. What do you mean you don't have to make uh, nice? Like, ultimately, ultimately, I, I, I'm not in the game enough that I care 
if I, if somebody likes me, if a man like I, I, mean, I don't, oh, I don't have to. Ultimately, I can make as much fun as I want because I'm outside. So this is like when um, some people send their girls to all girls high schools because then that way they don't have to get distracted by the boys because they not care about it. And so when, is this? <laughs> or am I off? I, no, well, I wouldn't do that just because I, I have so many great my best like great yeah, male friends. I mean, you know, yeah. it's not that, but 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 I think if you are outside of the system and you don't have to be a part of it and play can, into you, men yeah you can actually say you can be harder with your comedy interesting i think you can katie what do you think katie ford all i know is i love hakeem optical <laughs> oh my god i don't know anything about what we're well talking done. about well i don't know done. anything I, else maggie casella well, no i'll just say this about that when i was a lawyer back in the day a million bazillion years ago um um, and right at the beginning of the sort of mm-hmm. everybody was out litigating and this was in mm-hmm. the States and I had a lot of my straight friends would say something to me like, oh, it's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Men are so difficult. It would be so much easier if I was a lesbian. Now, these were the days when you would wow. get chased down the street by someone who wanted to break a bat over your head. Wow. And I'm like, I'll remember that the next time, like, you know, six skinheads come out from behind a, like a, a, oh a my gosh. I don't know, a tree when they see me and my girl, like, holding mm-hmm. hands, right? But it's exactly what Diane is saying. There mm-hmm. is a lament, even to this day, among a lot of my friends. And I think, I think sexuality is on a spectrum now. I think everyone mm-hmm. knows that. I think a lot of us had a lot to do with that. Yes. But, you know, there are some, you know, diehard straight people just like there are diehard gay people and some of my straight women friends are just like uh, you know I, I just it would be so much easier if I could just deal with women and because mm-hmm. we don't I have to worry about I gotta maybe sleep with that guy mm-hmm. except this young lad with the red beard who's turned me into a straight Techie cougar Tom. I don't even know yeah. what's happening um, <laughs> she, I, she did get all giggly and shy and flicked her hair it was weird but but because we that's not in there it does yes. sort of take away sort of the what, what Diane said the beholden or the worry mm-hmm. um, are around that stuff I mean it mm. really really does First of all, they have no idea how crazy women can be as yeah, well that's when the they truth. say that yes but the other thing I, th- I find that statement and the women straight women get to say it all the time I find it really offensive toward I men I was gonna say I mean it's thing. like say what? What? what to say oh it would be so much easier if I didn't have to deal with men I could just but be it's with what does that tell you Katie? right but it's true what does what that they, tell you what the hell does the, who wrote the book men are from Mars women are from Venus yes. subtitle should be you should just give up give I me mean, your penis but it's they can't they have such a difficult time relating Yes. to men because of what yeah, it. but it's all of it like we have men and women have to just to stop that nonsense like it's not it's but not, to it's say like it would be saying. so much easier oh I wish I could just give up men I just think that's terrible I mean, oh, every, every straight woman in her 50s I say that just one drink away Maggie from, says that to me all the time now that I'm divorced she's like you know I know a lot of people just one drink over. away from no listen if I I say it all the time with all my single friends all divorced we're like oh my god it'd be so much easier Katie we do say that we do because how is that offensive explain it to me Katie well, it is. I see what she's well, saying. Well, first of all, it's know, not I'm, easier if you've seen my easier. list of prior really? crazies. Right. You know, <laughs> so really, you're offensive to women. No, no. I think. Well, that's a different thing. But um, you know, I think for the, the oh men or oh men, I wish I could just be, get away from them and be with women and make it easier. I think that's offensive. I do too. Because it's not about not to men. To men. Because it's not about. And I say this with abs- like being the most outraged feminist. I'm not trying to kowtow to anybody. It's not about men being yes. awful. It's about the system that uh, that uh, puts us in these roles where we don't know how to talk to each I'm other sorry, like people. That's but what no, I. Think. I disagree with both of you. Men have a choice. You have a brain. And I'm sorry if you were socialized a particular way. You have a brain. Evolve. Yeah. And well, that's around. not fair. No, 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 that's saying that about all men. And I think that's completely. Yes, that's yeah. true. Like, I don't let, I'm just I don't saying let, it about the men who act that way. Sure. And yes. I don't let men off the hook. But I think to be to say all men are like this or all yes. women are like this. Yes. We, are, we, not, we have 
got to change. Stop that. Got so that. I don't you? say that. And if I if I, inti- no, you I intimated that, no, 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 I, no, no, I, no. I apologize. Katie, Katie brought up a mean. good point because you said you know some of the your ex kooks are kooks just as much as if you're dating a guy and they were like that. So you're saying it's just the same and that we shouldn't lament. Well, yeah, like women, I was saying, I had women. the, uh, there was the one who thought she saw the ghost of my dead father in the car, <laughs> the one who tried to hit me, the one who threatened me with a penknife, and most offensively, the one who, when we went to Paris, spoke English with a French accent. So, You're just bragging nice. now they about were your You're nice. just bragging. But They're why pretty. do you attract those women, though, Katie? Come on. Wait, you guys, I don't anymore. Yeah, blame Katie. Katie. Okay, so, blame so the here's, victim blaming yeah. here's yeah. poor Dean Young, um, who came up Hi, with Dean. a topic for today uh, to discuss, an article in Psychology Today that says male comics actually give better orgasms to their female partners. Awesome. And, oh, nice comedy. Oh, yeah. well, that's well, you, a good topic how for this panel. That? Well, you sent that to me and yes. then I, I just saw the title and I thought, yes, that's true. On what sure. measurable, Absolutely. like what? How would you measure that? How would that research yeah. be done? Well, and, and the last line, the guy said, we would conduct this the other way around, but we know it wouldn't be true. Like meaning, fee- funny women would not give as good orgasms uh, to their partners as the male. <laughs> Have you seen Please. Lady Dynamite? Have you seen Lady Dynamite? What is that? Um, or Difficult People? Uh, which one is it that where uh, was Difficult People? Where no, or was it uh, one of them where the girl was going down on the guy and she threw up? It's fantastic. Oh. And then of course he was a comic, and he, they were both comics. <laughs> Oh, it's. I'm sorry. It's the. It's uh, Garfunkel and Oates. Okay. Um, and she, anyway, she was going down on the guy, and she choked, and she threw up. And <laughs> of course, he went on stage and talked about it was because how di- big his dick was, uh-huh. and, it, <laughs> and they had set it up that she had a bad, you know, gag reflex earlier than that. But that male comic took that that situation and turned it into while Dean, she was standing there. Dean okay. Young, what do you want to say about that? Great show, by You're the way. You're outnumbered. Garfunkel I, and Oates. I think I'm on Garfunkel and Oates' side for sure because I see a lot of dudes would do that. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God, it's all here. I'm so excited. More with our awesome panel and, and we're going to talk about where some of their projects they're involved with and uh, so much more. Pride Week coming up and some stuff going on. I'm Santa Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, I'm South African comedian Trevor Noah and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. And we're back with some very impressive, powerful women in the comedy business who have pioneered so much, responsible for some of the best um, motion pictures and sitcoms like Katie Ford with uh, producing Desperate Housewives, Family Ties, and writing and producing Miss Congeniality. Mm -hmm. Diane Flax is here, uh, film, theater, print media, currently CBC Radio's national parenting columnist. Um, You have your comedy series Working Moms and Baroness Von Sketch Show. Yes, I got to work with those fabulous, fabulous people. On CBC. Mm-hmm. And Maggie, of course, my mentor. Always trying to find her way, whatever. Oh, uh, whatever. You've done enough. Actually, you were before of your time with your Because I Said So show. Mm-hmm. Which you, yeah, when you watch it. show, man. That was crazy, right? Was no, like, right? She Amazing. was ahead of her time. Yeah. So you want to flag, you were talking some great shows, Garfunkel and Oates. Well, I which... just want to say there are a lot of female comedians that are on fire right now. And one yes. of them is Andrea Martin, who yeah. is like 60-something years old, mm-hmm. right? You're friends with Andrea, yeah, Katie. Yeah, I love her. Yeah. Um, and I think she's on, uh, she was on Working the Angles, and mm-hmm. now she's on Difficult People, which is one of the 
of the shows that I think is an Amy Poehler production written by Julie Clausen, stars Julie Clausen and a guy uh, uh, as, a, as, a, as a comedy duo Very in their cool. mid-30s who are, you know, can't, aren't making it and they're miserable mm-hmm. and Andrea's mm-hmm. the mom. Um, Lady Dynamite, Maria Bamford, oh my Love so her. She's going to be at JFL. I love Maria Bamford. She's just yeah. a brilliant, brilliant yeah. comic. I'm gonna her, get her show, on show is, you have to watch it over and over because it's so intense. Mm-hmm. And then um, the third one is Garfunkel and Oates, which is like, you've got the millennials comics, you've got the 30-something comics, and you've got, you know, uh, uh, Andrea Martin, who's in her 60s. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and and of course uh, Maria's in her forties, uh, late forties. So it's it, there's there is room for women in comedy, and these women are all making their own stuff, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And you guys were doing it. You know, we hear we always think Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and Amy Schumer, incredible producers and comics. And you guys were doing this twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and you really 30. had to trailblaze yeah. thirty. You young, you're ten. One <laughs> Maggie Casella. Okay, Maggie. I know. Here we go. Here I want to give you this, but. Is comedy a weapon for politics and social justice, or should it just be a way for us to collectively laugh at ourselves and bring things out in the open? Should comedy teach lessons? And I know you do. You talk about Trump a lot, Maggie. Well, I don't anymore, actually. I'm okay. a current events comic for sure. Okay. Um, and that's just because it's an easy way to mine uh, to mine comedy. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm not a I'm I, I'm a storyteller now too. Um, not so much an observational comic, which is mm-hmm. like what Ellen does. Um. I think it is what it is. You know, some people want to see that. Some people don't, which Mm -hmm. is why I don't play comedy clubs, because people know what I do and they come and they see what I do and they want to see what I do. Mm -hmm. Now, I've been doing a lot of work in the States because the dollar's crap. So uh, and (laughs) I can work there um, and they really want me to talk a lot about their politics. But Mm -hmm. I have to tell you, there isn't anything I can say that what's his name, Jamie Oliver, hasn't said about Donald Trump in that 25 minute thing that Mm -hmm. he did. The guy's a petulant, idiot, child masquerading as a whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're all insane and they've lost their minds. So, I mean, I, I can't help them with my comedy mm-hmm. on that one, right? Sorry, some love for uh, uh, John Oliver because he just John Oliver, yeah. uh, paid $15 million to absorb uh, bad debts from uh, patients. Um, this was just in the news. <gasps> yeah, medical, uh, <sighs> who can't pay their medical bills, so he's paid that for them, wow. which is kind. He says, you know, it's the biggest talk show giveaway next to Oprah's cars that she gave away. Wow. Yeah. He, he he made wow. them. That's, that's impressive, right? That is, that's, that's he's amazing. doing so well. But that's one of the, you know, as an ex-lawyer, I will tell you, one of my, uh, the major mm-hmm. causes of people going uh, bankrupt in the U.S. at the time I was practicing wow. was because, not because they were irresponsible, was healthcare. Was yes. something, they had a tragic, they had a uh, tragic healthcare, something happened and they had hundreds of thousand dollars worth of medical bills. How well, even in that? a socialized system, we have that here, even though people think it's all paid for, there's non-medical bills that, average cost for a cancer patient from beginning of treatment to end is $48,000 in non-medical bills, which is why I'm going to launch Comedians in Cars Driving Cancer Patients. I love that. That's Do great. you like that one? Yeah, Absolutely. There is a patient in Manitoba who just took a bat to a parking meter because he was going to, for his treatment and mm-hmm. uh, they're gouging him. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we'll talk about that. Diane, I'm switching yes. total gears. Yes. Because uh, you were writing on Kids in the Hall. Yes. And won some awards. <laughs> yes, yes. I love those guys. Bruce is one of my best friends. I just saw Scott just the other day. Yeah, that was a great experience. And there's a lot of times where we, when we were talking about being the sort of the only woman in the room kind of thing. Wow. Where it's difficult. But with those guys, it was, I just, they, they took a chance on me. We had an amazing amount of fun. And they're all brilliant. And they're all still doing brilliant things. Yeah. Are, are we ever going to see a Canadian hit like that, Kids in the Hall again? I don't know. I mean, I think Baroness Von Sketch is up I there. I have ah. to tell you something. Like I've heard through the rumor mill, and I will plug them because I, I, I was so privileged to get to work with them. I have heard from people behind the scenes that they think this is the, this is the one. And, oh! and it wasn't to be that, right? Like yes. they, they didn't set out to be anything except themselves. Mm-hmm. And they've got 
great people who've really put in the time. And I think it's going to be amazing. Well, I, I just love your trailers. Oh. Honest to God, yeah. I, I've seen two trailers for that show. And I thought the first one was a commercial mm -hmm. because it was so slickly produced and it told a story in such mm -hmm. a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, those, oh, there's Aurora Brown. There's, blah, 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 there's yeah. what? And I was like, oh my God, it's a show. And those two trailers, yeah. those two commercials, I'm going to watch. Where well, where are those on YouTube? I, uh, yeah. Diane? No, no. On shared... TV, I was watching actual CBC. Oh, yeah. Wow. How weird. But wasn't there <laughs> yeah. one that was shared in like, not the New York Times, but there was some, it went viral. One, oh, of, the, yeah. one of the sketches went viral. You're talking to the wrong Luddite. I'm sorry. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a sketch show on CBC and, and it's just, it happens to be for women. You know, they're ama it was a really fun process to work on. That's it's awesome. hilarious. The standard is so high for that comedy and I think it's going to be great. Are when is it air? Uh, it starts soon this summer. Yeah, have they worked summer. together before? Uh, a lot of them had worked together before. We have our la the launch party is on Thursday on the June 9th, so I will be there. Very nice. cool. Are you inviting us. Sounds like it. I can't. I don't know it sure sounds like it. Invite you. All right. So <laughs> yeah. that's always good. So wings. This is why I like the show because we get inside and behind the scenes. Well, Katie's working on some very exciting. Things. What do you got, Katie? Can you even talk about. Katie, what I still want to talk about kids in the hall. What am I talking? Oh, about? Oh no, I don't know. I was gonna the the, uh, the, the, which part? the F. The F oh, flagship thing. TV. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a partner and I uh, have started something called Flagship TV, which we've, as you mentioned, is being mm -hmm. backed by AOL. And it's going to be basically an independent site where we'll do digital companion series for existing shows. But we're sort of angling it toward bringing the audience along right. rather than, you know, testing things. We're going to bring shows that have audience, create digital companion series, you know, with them. And wow. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. So no, for I, example, I, I, I invested so in this company. That's how, yeah. that's this how much I believe in this so company. It's a digital program in existence. It, it will be a digital platform. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what are you matching? You said you're matching a show. Oh, okay. like for already existing television shows, we'll have sort of spinoffs or, you know, oh, awesome. shows that exist in the world of that show oh, on a digital platform. That. That's yeah. how people that's like a particular innovative. character. Yes. Yeah. Well, Hope, like did, Hope did that one show. Yeah. That, that's a great example. Oh, yeah. My uh, partner, Hope Royalty, that is mm -hmm. her real name, oh, my by the God. way. Porn that's star why name. I invested. <laughs> no, royalty. Hope and royalty. Nothing yeah. says exactly. money like this Hope royalty. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Take my money. She had. She's done many things. I mean, she, she and I wrote movies together and she's been a successful copywriter, but she is also a tech genius and can build site she built a, a Roku channel overnight and but one of the things she did is when the, the show One Life to Live the uh, I think it was One Life to Live the soap opera it had two two gay characters it was two women who played sort of a couple but they never kissed nothing ever happened and you know Procter and Gamble was like no but uh. Hakeem Optical would have said yes <laughs> <laughs> but anyway he, would. he totally yeah, would totally but anyway yeah, so the watched. show the show went off the air before anything happened with the two of them yes. and my friend Hope called one of the actresses kind of cold called her and said what if we take you to different characters and create a web series mm -hmm. so Hope produced and directed this web series called wow. Venice that the very first episode has over four million hits and she she engaged the audience before it was even on. So she wow. raised money with the audience. She had them sort of, in essence, produce it with her mm -hmm. because they were on board from the very beginning. Wow. So flagship TV. And they kissed. Oh, they kissed. They're from oh. the opening oh, shot. Yay. Yeah. We're seeing it. Innovative uh, programming going on. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm proud of this girl yeah. here. Yes, very much. And we're going to look Ford Casella Productions is coming up. We're going to hear more after the break. Maggie Casella, Katie. Ford and Diane Flax. I'm Santa Cruz on Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. <laughs> 
Well, this no, is a heck of a show. Diane Flax, tell us what you got yeah. coming up. Where can we watch you? Uh, I'm in a play right now that's at Buddies in Bad Times Theatre called Body Politic. I'm going. And I will have another yes. play in there next season. You can see me there. Very impressive. Katie Ford. Uh, I've got a show this Friday at uh, Buddies Which is the- last Friday. I'm last Friday. <laughs> yeah. it did, wasn't it a great show? Uh, also, uh, starting f- uh, Ford Casella Productions Yay. with Maggie Casella, one of my favorite people. Which Maggie. is uh, which is on also a, digi- it's a different kind of digital media production company, and you will see when uh, we launch. And our friend Martha Shaves Chavez. Chavez. Oh, I know. My, We're going to edit gosh. it. We're editing it. Chavez. Spirits Comedy. On June 22nd, um, with a lot of a She's big amazing, lineup. by the way. Her yes. brain is so amazing. Funny. She, she is, is funny. So We're smart. having her on the show with Mark DeBonis. You yeah. crashed Mark's I accidentally car. hit his mother's car with Dean Young, what show do you got coming up, buddy? Uh, we got a couple of live talk hole shows coming up. You could come out to Meme Wars on Saturday, June 25th at Comedy Bar. It's a live stand-up slash live meme roast battle. Mm-hmm. And another one, July, Friday, July 8th at the Social Capital Theater called The Four Norsemen. Oh, okay. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and a lot of great shows going on in the city. Please go see live comedy support. It's a great date night. It's a great with friends. Um, so much going on in June. Um, our friend Minnie Holmes has her Tuesday nights at Cherry Cola's. I'll be at that in August. I'm looking forward to it. But in the meantime, please go because it's six headliners uh, every Tuesday night. What? It's like a Costco pack of comics. It's like Kirkland <laughs> did it. Um I have more time, yes. I want to love to producer Vince, who is healing right now. So uh, thanks to Tevin, uh, Dean Young, and uh, Techie Tom. Uh, we're going to have our Comedy Rx coming up. Uh, I'm Sandra Carusi. And listen, next week we have our Italian show for Italian National Forget Month. About the it. Forget Frank about Spadone, it. Rosina Parmigiano, hey, Romina Monaco. What are you doing? Jack Danny, you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. Maggie's Italian. She thinks she's Italian. You know what an Italian she says? I'm that. just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Whatever it is they're not yeah. saying, they're absolutely saying. So get the heck out. It's like, yeah. I'm not saying someone's going to get hurt. I'm just saying. And we yeah. also have a comic wives show. I'm going to do that. We're doing the wives of comics and we're going to oh, hear the behind. Be behind stories. Right? Oh my God. Yeah. Maybe we need Jose, Maggie's wife here. I don't know. I'm just saying. Hakeem Optical, fashionable eyewear. Please go on our social media uh, and vote for hashtag the funniest person I know, and they will win a guest spot on this show with some big comics. Very hashtag cool. the funniest person I know at Inside Joke 640 and, of course, on Facebook. And our comedy RX this week is our friend Maggie Casella on women's basketball. I love to watch women's sports. Big surprise, right? Okay. I especially love women's college basketball. Guilty. Okay. Uh, Yes. They're like little muffins. Okay. Anyway. All right. So I'm watching a game. This is a true story. I can't stand watching women's sports though because of the sports commentators. Okay, I'm wa- they ignore the lesbians. Do they not ignore the lesbians? Just ignore the lesbians. I'm watching a game. It's like Tennessee versus some team like another southern team. And the girl on the other southern team has a tattoo on her arm. I'm not lying. With another woman's name on it. All right? This was not a close call, people. Her name was like Mary. The tattoo was like Brenda. Okay? And it wasn't just Brenda. It was like, I love Brenda. Brenda and I live together. We have co-mingled accounts. Brenda and I own a house. We have wills. Did the sports commentators say a thing about the tattoo? Not a meat, but nothing. Not one thing. What did they talk about the whole game? Pat Summit, the coach from Tennessee. Why? Oh, because she's married. Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, see, Pat Summit, there's Pat Summit, she's married. Oh, yeah, you know, Pat Summit's married. Oh, yeah, that Pat Summit, she's married. She's married. You know, she's married. There's Mr. Pat Summit. Get a shot of Mr. Pat Summit. You know, she had a baby. Pat Summit dropped on the plane, went out, coach came. That Pat Summit, she's sure is married. I'm like, what about Brenda? 
Awesome. And you could always uh, contact us here. I want to thank uh, producer Vince Tedesco and our technical producer, Tom. Contact us at uh, Instagram or Twitter at InsideJokes640 on Facebook and uh, or check out my website, SandraCarusi.com. Thanks for listening each week on the world of comedy here on Inside Jokes. Talk Radio AM 640.